Podcast Fresh. Ladies and gentlemen, what is up? Welcome to the Game Flow Podcast. This will be a special uh, Nintendo edition because uh, they've made some moves in the past week or so, at least behind the scenes or in front of the camera. Um, you know, uh, too much to cover on this week's cafe, so this is kind of like a little tack-on episode to that one. And uh, yeah, we're going to get into it. A lot of beefy stuff when it comes to Nintendo, so this had to be its own thing. Uh, but the plugs, if you want to follow us, follow us on Instagram at Podcast Fresh. Follow us on Twitter at PodcastFreshTO, and you could email us at PodcastFresh2020 at gmail.com. Give my co-host Chris a follow at uh, Torres Unlimited on Instagram, and myself, uh, if you want to follow me, I am at official underscore acapello. And uh, yeah, let's just get into this thing. There's a lot to talk about. So our first story, I find really interesting, actually. Um, A Nintendo fan bought $40,000 worth of shares uh, from Nintendo, and I guess that's enough to get you into a shareholders meeting. So he did that and specifically asked, uh, you know, if there would ever be new F-Zero and uh, Wario Land titles. And that's just awesome because, you know, I mean, it kind of sucks too that we have to resort to that to get some kind of answer, but someone was obviously able to pull this off and he got some kind of answer, probably not the answer that he wanted and definitely not the answer that everyone else wanted, but, uh, Basically, uh, Nintendo president Furukawa basically said something along the lines of that it's it's hard to make sequels to all of their titles, but he likes that the fans are always excited and have expectations to, uh, towards Nintendo as a company and like what their moves are next. So he dodged that one. <laughs> I, you know, he did kind of answer it by saying it's hard to make uh, sequels to all of our titles, but it's like, you know, it's not what you, what you want to hear at all. Um, you know, F-Zero as a franchise was never a great Nintendo, um, it never sold a lot, you know what I mean? Like, if you look up, uh, the F-Zero charts, as a series, it sold just under 6 million units. Like, it's not like, this is a, a, a system seller, this isn't like, you, you don't really buy Nintendo systems to play F-Zero games. I don't think it's ever really been like that. Maybe when the Super Nintendo came out, the first one, but... I don't know. I don't think so. Um, Like, if you look at this, F-Zero on Super Nintendo sold uh, 2.85 million units. That is the highest selling F-Zero game uh, in the whole series. Because F-Zero X decreased to 1.10. And then F-Zero Maximum Velocity on Game Boy Advance decreased to 1.5. And then F-Zero GX uh, on the GameCube sold just under 700,000 units. So it's like, that is the best one to me. And that didn't even break a million. So, it's like, man, it kind of sucks. And they just keep going down from there. That that was, uh, the, the next one's probably the most drastic change. Uh, 2003's F-Zero GP Legend on the Game Boy Advance. That, that's not even, that's just above 150,000 units. And then I think F-Zero Climax literally did 5,000 units or so. So, it's like, you know, the, Nintendo doesn't see money in this series. I'm sure, like, they like to add F-Zero things to certain things. Like Mario Kart, you got the track and you got the the uh, the hovercraft, you know. And then 
in uh, in Smash Brothers, there's all kinds of F Zero references, but that doesn't even count because there's references to everything in that game. So it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like, will we ever see an F Zero game? Maybe, but I don't know if we'll ever see an F Zero game that's like, you know, gonna be treated as like something serious. Like I can't help but feel like F Zero these days is more of a nostalgic thing and you know it might be like a tech demo at some point like you know i hope i'm wrong i would love a new f-zero i love that series a lot um i think it's just so cool and, and at the time just it had so much swagger to it so i don't know here's hoping that we get a new f-zero but uh over on the other side when it comes to wario wario land the, the se- like specifically wario land the series uh it's got about eight entries i believe and as a whole it sold 13.100 units so a million so 13 million units it's done a lot better than f-zero right um if you look at the bestseller it was actually the wario land super mario land 3 the first entry it's always the first entry (laughs) that sold just over 5 million units so you know that another another series that has definitely decreased but did pick up at some point the last entry on the wii wario land shake it did manage to sell over a million units when the ds game uh, master of the skies and wario world on the gamecube sold under under that right so we'll see this franchise it seems like it dips like wario land 4 and wario land 3 literally sold the same at 2.2 million units but then like that was more than the previous entry of Wario Land 2 but then they decreased with Wario World on GameCube so again very up and down when it comes to the Wario Land games but if you look at just Wario uh, the WarioWare series that sells a lot more uh, frequently these days that that was definitely that's definitely a newer series that started in 03 whereas the Land game started in 94 um, but they haven't sold as much as a unit, 9 million. But the thing is, we just got a new entry last year called WarioWare Get It Together on the Switch. So Nintendo definitely sees more possibilities with the WarioWare titles. But I can't help but feel like, yeah, I was a much bigger fan of the Wario Land games. And um, I'm hoping that we get a return to form with those with that series. Because the last entry was on 2008 uh, on the Wii. So it's like... That's uh, it's over 10 years at this point, so I'd love a new Wario Land game as well. Um, but, you know, Wario as a, as a whole, if you put these two sales charts uh, together, you're getting over 20 million units sold with the Wario branding, whether it's Wario Land or WarioWare. So I could see why Nintendo definitely sees more possibilities and opportunities with this series rather than F-Zero. So here's hoping for uh, new entries in both series. I'm a fan of both, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Alright, our next bit of news here, uh, Nintendo finally launches a new subscription service, but it's not what you think it is, or probably what you wanted, but, uh, I mean, maybe you wanted it, who knows. Uh, it's called Nintendo Wide Care, and you pay a small annual fee of $15 a year, more or less, and, uh, what this is, is it covers your entire Nintendo Switch, your screens, your, you know, the system itself, the Joy-Cons, I believe even the Pro Controllers, um, you know, if you drop them, if they get drift, the dreaded drift, uh, you send this in, they fix it or replace it, send it, send it back to you fixed or replaced, 
and uh, you know you're covered. It doesn't matter if it's like accidental damage or if it's literally a problem internally with the switch. They will fix anything. So that's a pretty cool thing. Um, I think this really does come from the fact that Nintendo had a huge lawsuit with the Joy-Con drift uh, last year or the year before that. So maybe this is part of that. Maybe this is a make good. Who knows? But the only kicker with this is uh, this is only available to Japanese residents. So if you don't live in Japan, you're still kind of out of luck. Um, I'm definitely one of them. My my Joy-Cons have a lot of drifting. Um, but I did figure out a way to fix it. Check out Wolf Den, uh, Wolf Den's uh, channel. Look up a video on how to fix Joy-Con drift. That guy was, uh, he came clutch for that one. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, this is cool. You know, I do hope this comes to the West at some point. But, you know, we're going to have to wait and see. All right, let's talk about monkeys or apes, whatever the hell he is. Uh, Nintendo basically updated the trademark for Donkey Kong uh, this week. Uh, and I'm getting this here from uh, Metro.UK. Basically, what they say here is, uh, rather than it being a routine extension of an existing trademark, this is a new trademark with updated verbiage pertaining specifically to video games, including downloadable programs for portable and electronic consoles. I don't know about you guys, but that sounds like the Switch to me. So, uh, I feel like Nintendo is gearing up uh, to make Donkey Kong, to bring Donkey Kong back. I feel like he's going to be bigger and larger than life when he comes back. Um, there's a couple things that indicate this. Obviously, this trademark is one of them, so I think it's safe to say that there's a new Donkey Kong game or something in development uh, that'll be slated to come out one day. So, that's a safe bet right there. But also, if you look at the Super Nintendo World um, theme park, there's going to be a Donkey Kong expansion to it coming in the next year or so, or maybe two years, I, I don't know, uh, where they're going to extend it and make like a Donkey Kong World to it, right? Because right now it's very Mario-themed. So... They're also banking on that right there. So if you're going to put Donkey Kong next to Mr. Video Games himself, Super Mario, it's like, how can you not think that Donkey Kong is a big deal, right? Like, especially to the casuals, it's like, oh, Donkey Kong and Mario, like, yeah, I know. They're going to put them on the same pedestal if they're literally at the faces of a theme park right now. So I feel like they're banking on Donkey Kong pretty heavily with this. And, um... I don't blame them. I mean, Donkey Kong uh, can be super popular. I love a lot of Donkey Kong games. Like, they're my favorite. Except for the weird era when you had, like, the bongos and the Wii motion control stuff. Like, that can go. I don't care about much of that. But, you know, when they on the Wii when they brought back Donkey Kong Country Returns and then Tropical Freeze the year after or two years after. Dude, those games are awesome. I love them so much. Uh, especially because, you know, they, they were a, kind of a return to form they felt like Donkey Kong Country on Super Nintendo. So it was, it's a, it's a no-brainer, really. Like, you just, that, if you give me that, I'm gonna buy it. So, um, this is really cool. I, uh, I do think that, um, Nintendo's pretty much, like, smart for this. I think that if you're gonna invest any kind of money or time, Donkey Kong is a proper way to go. Uh, this new game in development, apparently it is rumored that um, it's going to take Donkey Kong back to his Donkey Kong Country roots, so that is definitely something to be excited for, because those games are just sick, you know, they're awesome. Um, what do I want out of this? I do want that. <laughs> That's exactly what I want. Something I would, uh, I would even want more than that, just because it would be something new for me. I would love if they tried a Donkey Kong 3D game, like Mario Odyssey or something. That was rumored to be happening a couple years ago, but... I don't know if there's any, you know, truth or credence to that. So I think that uh, if they did do a new 3D game, 
I would be very, very interested in that. Because Donkey Kong's world is very vast, like Mario's. Like, you could do a lot with Donkey Kong in a 3D space. I mean, there was Donkey Kong um, 64, and I didn't grow up with that game, really. Like, I played it, I dabbled in it, but it's not like... Like, some people... I know that game has its fans, and its defenders, and that's fine. But I didn't need, like, a collect-a-thon where you collected a hundred things of, like, seven different things. I didn't need that. But just the fact that Donkey Kong was playable in 3D and you could walk around, that's the appeal. And if you take that and just refine it, remake it... Not the game, but remake, like, the formula of it and just, you know, polish it up. Turn it into, like, a Mario Odyssey thing or even, like, a... Uh, Kirby's uh, Return to Dreamland. That game was dope too. Just do that with Donkey Kong. Oh man, I think that would be amazing. But I get it. Nintendo, I think, wants to walk before they run. And if you're going to bring them back to Donkey Kong Country Roots, that's fine with me too. Those games are sick. One of my favorites of all time. So if that's what you're going to do, uh, I'm on board. All right, up next, let's talk about a little bit of a, uh, a fan project, I guess. This was honestly really cool when I heard about it. And uh, I want to shed some light on it here. Very quickly, uh, a user on Twitch by the name of Peebs basically has been putting together an archive of Super Nintendo manuals online, and this is on archive.org. Uh, so he said that over 100 people on the internet have submitted uh, manual scans to this website, and now they have fully completed the English uh, uh, Super Nintendo manual library, and it's all up on archive.org. So that's pretty cool. If you honestly go there, Every game you can imagine is here, and you get to open up the, the manual. You go page by page, and it's just so cool. This is definitely a, a way of video game preservation, which I'm always down for. Um, some of these manuals are very hard to find nowadays, so the fact that they're all archived here, and you can just go through any of them, you could even print them out and, you know, make your own little manuals. That's just sweet to me. So I think this is awesome. I would love for people to check this out. And maybe in the future we could have uh, more, uh, you know, more systems do this for Nintendo 64, for Genesis, for all that. Like, I think it's very important to, uh, to for video game preservation to, to happen because it's, it's important. You know, these, these things are going to go away one day. These cartridges are going to stop working. These discs are going to stop working. Uh, and these manuals are going to corrode. So if we can somehow all just, you know, back this up somewhere on the internet, I'm always down for it always down for it. Big fan of this. Good job, peeps. Alright, and let's close things off with uh, the last bit of news here from Nintendo this week. Uh, they revealed a new Switch OLED model. Uh, the Splatoon 3 edition of the OLED. First of all, this thing looks super sick. I uh, love the new Joy-Cons. The lime-ish green with the, the blue that turns into purple. It's got that pearlescent thing going on. Uh, or the gradient thing. And then the dock itself is white with like Splatoon graphics on it, and there's like a big paintball on it, a green one. And, you know, I'm a fan of this look. I, I'm not a Splatoon guy at all. I don't play those games. But uh, I admire the Splatoon aesthetic. Like, I think that it looks really cool when you see the graphics of Splatoon. It just, you know, it's got a certain edge to it that I really like. And uh, so that, you know, these, um, these graphics are on the Joy-Cons and on the dock itself. And it's a new OLED model, so I really like the way this looks. Um, if I didn't have... If I was itching to buy a new Switch, maybe I'd get this one, I don't know. Although I am a guy that doesn't like to buy... Um, like, if I'm going to buy a console, I like it to be the original, you know, the way it looks. Like, like PlayStation 5, if it's white, I like to buy it white. If it were to come in another color, I wouldn't touch it. Um, 
So, you know, I'm happy with my Switch. If I didn't have, if I, if I were to buy another Switch, maybe I'd get some kind of special edition. And maybe this would be the one. Who knows? Um, but let me talk about some, some backstory here. This is coming off the heels of the news that Nintendo bought a bunch of raw materials and people were going nuts thinking, Oh my god, it's for the Switch Pro! And there's that word again, Switch Pro. Look, Switch Pro will happen one day. Maybe not even that. Maybe a new, like, I mean, it will happen. A new Switch will happen. Uh, the Switch 2 will happen. But... Uh, it's so annoying year after year this this started when the switch before the switch even came out a switch pro rumor had had been happening so I don't know I'm I'm very sick of that word but I understand that that word will always be tossed around because people want a new switch pro and as the times roll and as these games get more advanced and you know third parties are less likely to, to port games to switch every year because of the the uh the gap between the switch and the uh, xbox series x and ps5 when it comes to power like i understand that people want a switch pro i want a switch pro but i'm just sick of like hearing about the rumors every every two months and like just nothing comes out of it but anyways people thought that these raw materials were being purchased for the switch pro and i no doubt they probably are some of them for sure but this was actually for this thing it was for the switch oled uh splatoon model so you know, I think it's cool. Nintendo should be doing something like this. They should be doing more of this, if anything. They should have Switches for all kinds of games. Because when you look back on the uh, the 3DS and the DS, man, there was a new DS, 3DS model coming out every every day. Like, there was, like, they were flying at you, man. Like, it was hard to ignore them. I even got the, the Majora's Mask 3DS because it's, like, I had to get one. I felt like at that point I just had to get one of them, so I just got that one. Majora's Mask is one of my favorite Zelda games of all time, so I was like, okay, let's just let's just get it. Um, so it's uh, you know I think Nintendo's smart for this. You know they're gonna try to sell more Switches, try to get that Switch up there with the uh, the PS2 sales. Uh, I don't know if that'll happen, but man, it'd be cool. Um, yeah, man, this is cool though. This is cool. I'm a fan of this. Um, I hope that the talk <laughs> of a Switch Pro can die down for a little while now, just because, um, you know, now we know what this was. So now this is here, and uh, we don't need to talk about the Switch Pro for, like, at least another week. How about just a week of no Switch Pro? That'd be great. Um, Nintendo also, before this came out, they privatized, I believe it was the OLED trailer that they initially uh, put out, and the Switch Lite trailer. And that was another reason why people thought it'd be a Switch Pro reveal, because it's like, oh my god, they're privatizing and taking down all of the uh, the trailers of the other Switches. Maybe, the, you know, it's going to be a new Switch, so we just have to watch this one. No, it's like, they did that, yeah, but it was just for you to watch this new model of the OLED Switch. So, hate to disappoint you guys, but that is what it is. All right, everybody, that'll do it for this week's GameFlow podcast. Thank you for downloading and listening. Share this around, throw it to your friends, say check out this idiot and what he talks about. I'd appreciate it very much. Uh, if you're interested in our other shows under the Podcast Fresh Network, we have a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air review show that me and my co-host Chris Torres go over uh, episode by episode. We review it, analyze it, we come up with some trivia facts and goofs on each episode. It's a great time. Uh, currently making our way through season four. Uh, about to finish it within a couple of weeks for sure. I believe we're on episode 20 or something and there's 25 or 26 episodes. So definitely getting to the finish line of season four. Very exciting stuff. Uh, check out our other show, the podcast fresh cafe. That is our main show. We talk about video games and movies, uh, stuff we've played, stuff we've watched, and we answer your questions, the mailbag, uh, write them in at podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Much appreciated. And, uh, check out Chris Torres's uh, his own show. 
the last wrestling podcast where he talks all things wrestling the news the pay-per-views uh the do's and the don'ts whatever it is uh he goes all in reviews wwe and AEW mostly great time with him uh sometimes i appear on it sometimes i don't i'm like the ghost um so that's great give him a give him a couple uh couple review skis and uh yeah i just want to thank d9 also for the uh beat that comes in at the beginning of this podcast thanks a lot man check him out on youtube d9 all right everybody that'll do it here give us a five-star rating share this with your friends it's much appreciated and uh i'll see you guys next time have a great night goodbye Fresh. Fresh.